Welcome to the St. Michael Daily Meditations for Lent. My name is Andrew Grosso, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is In the Garden. When Jesus faced his deepest trial, he prayed in the garden. As we struggle with our own trials, Jesus walks with us and calls us to a deeper life of prayer and commitment to God's love. As Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Our reading today comes from the fourth chapter of the Gospel according to Mark, beginning at the 26th verse. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself, first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. He also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, which, when sown upon the ground, is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables he spoke the word to them, as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private to his disciples. Here ends the reading. These two parables are part of a series of stories and images that Jesus used to describe the kingdom of God. Both the parable of the harvest and the parable of the mustard seed offer several lessons to us, but one thing they both speak of has to do with unanticipated outcomes. In the parable of the harvest, it's the growth and maturation of the harvest itself that's unanticipated. The farmer plants in hope, he works with the desire that his work will not be in vain, but ultimately, he recognizes he doesn't make the growth happen. He rises, he works, he sleeps, day after day, and then one day, he knows not how, he sees the first signs of growth. And so his hope is strengthened, his desire is affirmed, but he has to keep working. And so he keeps on, rising, working, sleeping, and then one day, he knows not how, he sees that the harvest is ready. And then, says Jesus, at once he goes in with his sickle, because he knows the harvest has come. In the parable of the mustard seed, it's the disparity between the size of the seed and the size of the plant the seed produces that invites a reconsideration of expectation. The mustard seed starts out small, a little thing that is hard and self-contained, and yet at its heart is a form of life that is capable of growing so large that it provides rest and refuge for many. So one thing both of these parables invite us to do is to rethink our expectations about how we think God can work in our lives. We may sometimes feel ourselves laboring day and night and not really knowing whether or not God is working. We may feel there's a part of our life that is small and hard and seemingly unpromising. We may not know how God could possibly work in the midst of such circumstances. But these parables invite us to rethink the way that God is present and active in our lives. We may find that it is oftentimes precisely in those circumstances that seem the most uncertain, in the midst of situations that seem 
unpromising, and even insignificant, that God may be preparing to do a new thing. When we feel this way, our best response is to be like the farmer who devotes himself faithfully to his work, not really knowing how it all happens, not really quite sure how it's going to turn out, but willing to continue doing the work that's needed day after day until we see the harvest of God's righteousness. One of the consistently surprising things about the kingdom has to do with how God usually chooses to work in our lives. God's perspective is different than ours, and God's priorities are often quite different from ours. When we learn to seek first His kingdom and to allow our lives to be the place where His grace is manifest, where His work happens, then we find it easier to do what He gives us to do. We look forward in faith to the perfection of the good work that He Himself has begun in us through His Son, Jesus. So may we be faithful in our work, and may we never forget to look for the unanticipated and surprising ways God may work in our lives to bring about His good will. Amen. And now please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O God, whose glory it is always to have mercy, be gracious to all who have gone astray from your ways, and bring them again with penitent hearts and steadfast faith, to embrace and hold fast the unchangeable truth of your word, Jesus Christ, your Son, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, forever and ever. Amen.